0: Welcome to the inner world of filmmaking. I'm your host, Tammy McGarrow. I'm an editor, podcaster, and still photographer. In this show, I will interview filmmakers in all facets of production and distribution. I'm happy to introduce Casey Price, who's worked as an actor, producer, first assistant director, and director. He's worked on films like The Forbidden Wish, Leave Em Laughing, Spree, and many more. Welcome, Casey. So happy to have you on the show today.
1: Thanks for having me, Tammy. Appreciate it.
0: So I met you recently on a feature film, Glass Casa, and you were the first assistant director and or first AD. And I think that's a position that they love and they hate you because you have to keep things moving forward. So it's kind of a tricky position. So what drew you to the role of the first AD? That's a good question.
1: Uh, For me, um, gosh, you know, finding my way through the film industry, uh, you know, everybody, everybody has different paths, right? For me, being raised uh, in Virginia, military uh, men, uh, my grandfather and father both served in major wars and then also uh, being raised by strong women. So I have a certain foundation and a certain resolve. Yeah. So for me, my work ethic, you know, working over the years, working in management and uh, customer service and so forth uh, for Fortune 500 companies and uh, and then, you know, discovering film at the meantime. And I'm like, wow, this is I can do this. You know, I've been uh, I've been chasing that ever since my background and then getting to film and discovering film. So at some point, everybody, I think everybody has another pedestal, right? You know, oh, actors and film. It's just magical la la land. Right. But right. for me, uh, getting started in 1999 as background uh, on an independent feature in Virginia, I could I could see everybody working in this chaotic environment, but it's still controlled and everybody's working. You know, it's it's right. everybody in the grip department, everybody in the art department, you know, the ad department. Everybody is working, doing something, and it's just like this this beautiful synergy that you know that I saw, and that just made me really hungry uh, to learn more. And then once I did, end up going to San Diego State. I got into the film program, and then I understood the positions better. And then I could see well, if you don't have this person in position, you're going to fall behind. And as they say uh, in, in film, you know, time is money right in business in general so you know if you fall behind then you're going to be you know have to come back and reshoot and spend more money and so forth and so on and you know and some people just need direction you know and somebody that can be a leader and 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 do as you ask you know it's because i i lead by example and that's just the way i am right so like on this last set we just worked on i'm i'm jumping in for everything right I'm i'm running slate i'm helping run camera i'm art i'm yeah i'm running in it's, it's just uh that's something i gravitated towards with my background i'm not a drill sergeant but i can step into <laughs> no. it when needed but i'd rather you know communicate clearly uh and also be communicated clearly too it, it can be tough <laughs> in a very stressful environment especially when it's low budget and you have no time uh but right. yeah but at the end of the day i gravitated towards it just my personality my background and i understood I'm the hub and I need to be in there and I can help us, you know, sail into the sunset, Uh, you know, staying on schedule and doing it in a safe manner.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, because you really definitely need to have a strong voice. You have to command the set. So people got to hear you. You can't be shy or timid. You have to be really loud at times. Yeah, Uh, yeah.
1: I don't. don't, Yeah. Number one thing to whoever's listening never yell on set <laughs> right i i this last one i definitely i didn't yell but i had to project because yes it was just me nothing worse well are worse things but on the film set when you when you call for something on a walkie and there's no answer the right. sounds of silence that's, that's just the worst thing to hear and then nothing's moving nothing's happening and then i have to move off set and go and then you know try and pull things together yeah so yeah never yell on set but you can project when needed
0: I, I love the distinction. Um, yes, I, I didn't mean <laughs> <but laughs> any means yelling. Um, but yeah, but you have to project your voice and be heard and the walkie situation. Yes. And in particular with our last film, there was three levels of stairs. So to have to go find somebody, it's like you're the house was huge. So it was like, where are you going to go? I totally get it. And and you, you just never know where you are. And sometimes your crew could be very offset. So you have to go very far to find them. So it is so important to be on the walkies. That's why you have to have walkies. Yeah. Can you like walk us through the responsibilities and the role of the first AD? What, what do they do on set?
1: Sure. Well, will, usually, uh, so like to kind of, you know, have a precursor is that uh, when a production starts, you have a producer, it brings on a director. And then, you know, the line producer comes in and then, okay, well, we need a, we need a schedule we need uh, we need an AD. Now they, they bring in the AD. So then the AD takes the script and the AD goes through, uh, goes to the script. And, you know, for myself, like you could, there's different scheduling programs. Movie magic is the standard of, of Hollywood and the, and in the industry. Um, so you know, you can get the file from what's the uh, final draft and feed it into the program and it, and it spits out. Uh, everything that's in the pages and the dialogue, the characters, props, et cetera. For me, I'm a stiffler. I, I like to do it manually because I've done it before. I just missed something and then I missed it because it got missed. And so right. I'd rather go through myself and read everything because for many reasons, right? I, yeah. It's on me if I miss it. But also I take the time to go through the script very thoroughly so that I know that I, I that we need that that tin can uh, to be outside to have a raindrop, you know, hit it uh, on right. on scene 37 on day five, right? It's it's important for for me to go through it like that, manually type everything in. Because also, you know, in this day and age, who is using a pen and paper, really? So, you know, try and get those synapses fire the best you can. Every word I basically type in myself manually. So anyway, that's the precursor to getting into uh, production, right? So, you know, you schedule these days, you try to, okay, great. We have 100 pages in 15 days. That's just, that's so ambitious. It's really, yeah. it's really crazy. But that's what everybody's doing right now because they want to do it now. They want to do it quick. They want to do it low budget. It really does affect the production uh, because you you spread things so, so thin that way. Um, I go through the script. I break it down. I make the schedule. You know, we have our production meetings. I'll be on the same page. Great. Art, you have this and your, your actors are rehearsing this and blah, 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 right? Make sure that everybody's coming together, right? To galvanize for our production. So then within, I have my second AD usually. Um, and then my second AD, they'll prep a call sheet and then they'll send it to me to review and make sure, you know, time is good to start. Uh, actors are st- are scattered. You know who's coming in that day. Crew knows where they're going. You know all those important things on the call sheet. So I look over that and I confirm it. Send it back to my second, and then you know he or she will send it out to to cast and crew, make sure know where they're going. So now we're in production, right? So in production for the first ad uh, for me, I'm always early. Uh, you know, it's you know those the old saying: if you're, you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late, right? Right. So for me, in my background, I'm always early uh, for many reasons. But it's it's nice to for me to get there and to see the the grounds, you know, see the area and get familiar, right, and settle in. And then when everybody comes in, great. Now I, I know the area. I, you know, bathrooms are over here. You know, we can we can uh, we can set equipment over here for time being. Uh, you know, make up here. What all those things, right? Uh, and then and then we have our safety meeting once everybody gets there early. So we go through that and safety meetings, you know, they should be done daily, especially, you know, and these times, you know, you've had these accidents over years. And most recently from, you know, that the film where the young, you know, uh, cinematographer was was shot and and killed, you know, on on a film set. And that's a mother and and wife and and daughter and sister that went to work one day and didn't come home. Right. Right. So so we have to we have to have these safety meetings because there's many reasons. Right. Many reasons to have them because, one, you, you want to kind of go through the day, right? And be like, okay, we're, we're here, 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 and we're doing this, this, and that, right? Uh, also, okay, there's a stunt today. I have a stunt coordinator in, you know, just uh, so there's uh, like a little sl- a slap uh, in a punch and maybe somebody goes to the ground. But still, it's a, it's a stunt. It's an actor. You know, a lot of actors, it's funny because you, you're you like, they act so well. I'm like, wow, you really killed that. And it's like, I had to do that. It's like, I don't know. I just trained for it the past month. And now I know it. Because like a lot of actors, like, you know, if you ask them, they, they don't know how to drive. They've never fired a gun. They've never been in a right. fight. You know, it's it's a lot of these things you have to go over because, you know, they just start to jump off of a four foot ledge and break an ankle, you know, okay, that goes back to me and back to production and so forth. Right. And that's, uh, and you know, it's, it's an injury, which you'd all want. And then that person is your character and you lose them. And, and then there's money and yeah. maybe possible litigation because you didn't have, you know, the proper things in place for, for, for that. Um, but anyway, back to the safety meeting is, you know, you want to go through these things. Okay, bathrooms, you're here. Here's our day. Um, these are stunts that are happening. Make sure, you know, that you're, you're hydrated. Uh, if we are outside in the elements, make sure you're wearing proper clothing and it's going to rain today. You have an umbrella, stuff like that, right? You do want to go over. And, uh, you know, and I always like to start off the production to where, you know, we've, we basically, at this day and age, just a lot of Zoom meetings instead of in-person meetings. I like to kind of get in a little circle and just like, you know, let's all just, you know, just say your name and what you're doing uh, in this production. And then that way we all form our bond. We know who we are. We know what we're doing. And then boom, we break. We break out of the huddle, and then we get to into the action. And then uh, my second ad is uh, goes to the PO uh, production office uh, or is close by set. They're making sure talent is coming through, going through the works for you know for costume and and makeup and and so forth to be to be ready to be on set. And that way, while I'm on set. You know, uh, now the perfect world, uh, you know, we have stand ins that come in and they stand in yeah. so we can pre light, or even, you know, we have pre light days, you know, in a perfect world. My second AD would get away through the works for talent. I'm on set, you know, standing in as needed. Like I said, in a perfect world, though, uh, we, we have stand-ins that we can light and save time or pre-light days that, you know, it's it's extra money for a production, but it does save the time to make sure you make your day, especially when you get a above like a five-page, six-page day, you know, that's just more stressful and you got to you gotta keep moving. And that's like independent film life is, you know, okay, we have 10 pages today. You're right. <laughs> Let's go, you know? So yeah, me being on set in the mornings or, you know, uh, the start of the day is that's pretty much... The start, the the precursor, the start of the day, and then on set, you know, um, I'm depending on my second to make sure talent's moving through. I'm on set, make sure we're moving safely. I stand in, I can grip if needed, as need be. Um, But that's basically what I do is making sure that we're doing things safe. um, We keep moving along. And for me, I think I have a particular skill set because, you know, a lot of people say, well, I've worked, I've worked a lot of positions in film and, you know, and this and this and and, and that's great. And I definitely recommend it, whatever you can do. For me, I think starting in front of the camera and also my background and uh, business is that I, I understand what's at stake and that, again, time is money. So... I also know what every position does because I've literally worked all those positions, you know. I, right. I've done makeup, I've been a cinematographer, I've I you know PA, I've direct, I've, you know, I've done all that stuff, so I know what goes into it. So you can't you can't tell me, "Oh, I need I need 45 minutes." I'm like, mm, "I I think I think maybe 20. Let's go let's go 20 and I'll check back in at 15." You know, and that's just like an AD's mindset, right? Uh, a good AD because they know what every department is doing, the time that it is needed Right. Cause I'm gonna give you that time, but also I know what you do and I know, I know what is needed. So let's kind of, let's meet halfway and I'll check back in. And what can I do to help you as well? Yeah. Right. Now, how, can, I, how can I jump in? Do you need to move a combo stand in here? Great. I'll fly it in real quick. You know? So, uh, yeah, so that's the AD is, is there to make sure I mean, you're the hub, right? You're the hub on set. So every department is coming to you. Oh, great. Um, we need lights. We need practical lights flown in. Great. Could you go take care of that? Great. Um, great. Camera's got to move. Great. Where are we going to? Boom. i help them move. It's all that synergy in a perfect world. Uh, it's all that synergy that happens. And the AD is the hub of it, you know, because at, at the end of the day, everybody's busy doing their job and the director needs to be working with talent. And looking and making sure their vision is up front, right, and nothing else. Like you can't come over and let you know the director and be like, "Hey, director, I'm sorry, but your talent is two hours late." You know, like that's somebody comes up to me, and then. I can figure out what's, what's the best way to do, shoot around that, figure that stuff out. And then if I need to, I can find an opportunity to go to the director and be like, okay, this is what's happening. And this is what we can do to make sure that we can overcome that. And that's that's about finding solutions. Um, you know, At, at the end of the day, I'm, we're all firefighters, really. Right, yeah. um, <laughs> putting out fires left and right. <laughs> sure. um, hopefully that answered a yeah. little long-winded, but that's from my mom's side.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. it was great. And I just wanted to add to that with the safety meetings, crews and actors change every day. So that's why it's so important to have them in the morning, because you've got different people coming in and out that may not have gotten the last safety meeting. And what you were saying about like, if there's any stunts or uh, firearms on set, you have to be aware of that during the day that, hey, we're going to do this. This is the protocol. And I loved That they had a scene with a gun and you were the only one handling the gun, which is what you should do. Um, And then also that you went through it. And I I just think that sometimes those things aren't done or um, you're also certified, right? As a Yes. Yeah. Which is what you're supposed to be when you're handling a gun. And only one person should be handling that gun.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, in the perfect world, uh, when there is a budget, uh, you have armor. Right, you yep. know, prop master, mm-hmm. and yes. those 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 people are working together, and they're they're always working with you as well. Like, okay, let me fly in real quick and grab because as soon as like you call cut, like an armorer or a you know, prop master comes in and they take the weapon and they're they're holding that weapon, whether it's a gun or it's a sharp sword or you know whatever you potentially can kill somebody or injure right. or maim somebody, a weapon. That armorer or prop master comes in, but in this case. We didn't have that. And that happens a lot on uh, independent sets. So the AD needs to know these things. And, you know, I recommend definitely taking a firearm class, um, you know, fire weapons, you know, see what happens, feel the recoil, feel the power of that. Right. Um, and then also, you know, CPR classes. Like, you know, the, the gentleman that played for the Buffalo Bills the other night on Monday Night Football had a cardiac uh, arrest and, and fell right over on the field, had his heart stop. They had to give him CPR. On the field, uh, outside of the ambulance, you know, to save his life, and, and that's something that I think that is important too uh, on the film set. Is that not only a D, but I think everybody should take a CPR class, right? And there's other, it's other right. things that you could do to try and be the safest. Uh, a safety coordinator basically is, you know, you okay, great. We need CPR here. Uh, this is the this is how to handle a gun and how to not point at people. And and there's there's many other things you can learn to be safe. Uh, on set because it comes down to makeup too and then food allergies and all these things that you know we, sh- we need to be aware of because a lot of times it's, a, it's, a, it's people working together for the first time uh, on a set you know and everybody has different needs and wants and we're all we're all we're all the same but we're different right right so you know i think we, we have to understand that and and you know it's at the end of the day we're making movies but it can be very uh, daunting <laughs> um, if you if your first time being a part of it and and you get over your head and you're like wow I didn't realize like how real that was but also in a safe environment and that goes to, to cars too right because a lot of times you don't have process trailers which you know the process trailer for those who don't know is you have a truck and that that takes the trailer and then there's the car on top of right. the trailer so the so the truck pulls that trailer safely because again a lot of actors don't even know how to drive and they're just being pulled and they're acting in that scene you know if you don't have a process trailer now it's unsafe or not as safe because one you don't know if that person can drive two do you have follow cars three do you have uh, you have uh, police uh, in position that the highway patrol to to lock up roads for you to make it safe because then you have crew and you have other casts they're exposed out and, and and pedestrians and, and list goes on and on and on. Uh, at the end of the day, we were making a movie, but we want to be as safe as possible. And I think that if you do your due diligence and, and be proactive and try to be the best you can uh, as far as keeping things safe, it's, it's better for everybody.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that like you were saying earlier about. It's really important, I think, for people getting into the film industry to do a lot of variety positions because it really gives you the know-how and the why for a lot of things and can help you in the position that you end up wanting to stay in. Then if you don't have that uh, training or expertise or uh, it's not even expertise, but just like doing it like I and I was thinking about that, it just seems like we're a lot of us do a lot of different positions you know it's like you're not just one thing you're like five to seven things that you right. could do on set and i was wondering god is that a good thing or not that maybe or or is it a good thing to just start in all those positions to give you that and then to focus or not are we just a variety position holder i mean do you have any thoughts about that yeah i mean
1: that's a good point um cash it's 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 a slippery slope because, I mean, you know, you know, a lot of positions and it's it's like they say, like, you can you can do a bunch of positions, but that's going to also spread you thin. And how good is the quality going to be? You know, I think that, you know, it's, like I said, it's a slippery slope. And if you you try and do all these positions and then maybe the quality won't be as good as it should be if you focused on the one. In an independent situation, you have to, you have to be able to be that utility knife, you know, as long as you know what you're doing, all right? If you're yeah. just like, well, you know, if you just fake it and, you know, then something messes up, that's not good. But if you've done, you put the okay. time in over the years, because, you know, you can't just snap your fingers and you can't, it's not matrix, right? You can't just upload uh Kung Fu, right? And you know it right. instantly, right? And that's the same thing. It was, you know, as operating, you know, the equipment, because a lot of times like it's hot. Heavy, uh sharp equipment that we're using, whether it's combo stands and uh, from grip and electric or lights themselves, which you know, you think 100 years ago and how hot those were, and the actors or, or talent that got you know injured from that. Because I know there's there's been times when you know a hot light burnt you know an actor, right, or fell on them, and and yeah, you know, this is like this is their money maker, right? Right, so, you know, and now modern times, lights don't get as hot, maybe they're not as heavy, but at the end of the day, it's still. there's still, there's things that can hurt you. Right. And if you don't know what you're doing, you know, say something, right. You know, I don't feel comfortable. Can you show me the right way? And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And they're just trying to, you know, that it's pride, right. You know, I could do this myself, you know, I'll show them and then something happens and then it falls back to you and you said, you know, what you could do. So, yeah. So hopefully that answered, I would independent, Yeah. So, you know, if you know, if you, if you're a multi-tool and independent, it's great. But as you progress and and you know you work with people you know and you trust and you're just like, wow, I know that you're really good at sound mixing. I know you're awesome at makeup. I know you're a great cinematographer, right? It's like I, I know that I want to work with you in the future because at the end of the day, it's people that you can work with that one, you know what they' they know what they're doing. Two, they have a good attitude and three, yeah. they, they're able to communicate clearly. If that person can't communicate to you or you can't communicate to them, It's going to be a breakdown, you know, it's, 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 there's going to be, there's going to be trouble, right? Some, somehow, whether it is very minuscule or if it's huge, right? So, yeah, so that's great for independent, but as you progress and you get on union sets and you're, you're finding your path, like for me, you know, being a first AD, yeah, uh, DGA, that's the next steps uh, for me. And, you know, I'll, I'll have my resources, uh, you know, for a a second AD, be spoiled a second second next to me on set right? To where I can, I can focus on everything that's going on in set, right? And not be spread thin because I have those resources in place. Then you have your key PA, your walkie PAs, uh, your, your set PAs. And then, you know, you have, then everybody, you have all department heads, then they they have their, their leads, then they have their PAs and so forth, right? So everybody works together to help, uh, you know, one way or another. So just a matter of if you're, if you're on a an independent feature with 25 people or if you're on a union feature with 125 people or more right on your crew. Right. So, you know, just, you know, the, the old saying, fake it till you make it. Don't, don't believe that. Right. Do the work. Uh, That's, that's what it is. And a lot of people don't want to do that. And you, you put the work in, right. Like me, I was curious after being background because you know Hollywood is on that pedestal and like, man, rich and famous and making movies. But you know, once you see everybody working for me, that was that was the moment that lit the fire to be like wow these people are working i like to work that's what i want to do and that's why i've been chasing and i've been building it from the ground up me personally to know every position and that i have i have a rare skill set because i put that work in
0: Right. And I think you brought up some good points. And I think it's like when you're starting out, it's probably good to do a variety of different things to get exposure. But at some point, you have to narrow the focus. You have to start to stick and then only be in that department and really rising up if that's what you want to do. Otherwise... How well of a job are you doing if you first AD one or two times, and then you're a script supervisor one or two times, and then you're over here doing that one or two times? That's not going to be a role that somebody at a higher level is really going to want to hire you at because do you do it very well or do you just do the bare minimum? Because I see short films and uh, on this feature film, the script supervisor was like, oh my God, that's what a script supervisor is supposed to be doing. Whereas I see on, you know, know, if you're just on a shorter film, it's like you don't need that level. But once you start rising up, you really do need the training. Otherwise- you could be released because it's like, what, this is all you brought, (laughs) you know, for whatever, or this is no, that's, you know, so I totally get that. Um, One thing I just wanted to uh, circle back to is when you're putting together the call sheet, are you working in movie magic and you're putting it in detail, you know, like line by line, or are you working in a different software and entering it in?
1: Good question. Yeah, I, I've used all of them uh, at some point or other for, for scheduling. You know, there's different. There's so many different ones out there. Some are polished, but, you know, they don't perform how you want or they make mistakes also, which that's just yeah. that's just, you know, how it works sometimes, you know, regarding or depending on technology, because, you know years ago, uh, before all the computers were, were the thing it was that, you know, there was actually real paper strip boards, <laughs> right. right? And you had the scenes on the strip board and you cut those out and you're putting those like a jigsaw puzzle on your cork board, you know, okay, this is our schedule, right? So yeah, movie magic, that's the, that's the standard. That's what I use. Um, okay. you know, and when I do have a second AD, which I, you know, I I've told myself over the years, I would never do another feature or production without a second AD, uh, because, uh-huh. It's, 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 it's tough uh, not, not having one because you rely on that person to, to build that call sheet day to day to where you can review it and, you know, and circle this and look at that and be like, okay, yeah, this is great. Change this and let's send it out. Right. You know, as far as uh, the file I use, yeah, movie magic, I, I break it down and go in there, um, and, you know, once it's all typed in, it puts it into a, a strip board. Um, it breaks it down scene by scene a strip board. So now you can go with your cursor and you can move each strip to yep. each day, you know, and you have the option. You can go to a calendar or you go to the strip board and organize it. And I kind of use all of those resources to figure it out. For the schedule, once I key in all the information, like I said, I do manually, then it offers a calendar to where I can move those strips into. And then once I, once I kind of get an idea of like, okay, well, we only have 15 days and we got to do these hundred pages and okay, we're at like nine pages every day, which is just, just madness, right? I mean, that's just like, you have to move so fast uh, on a lot of these things because I mean, I've shot one, one eighth pages in a day and I've shot 16 pages in a day. You know, oh, and if you if you look at it like really gotta think about what is your quality going to be if you're trying to take a shortcut uh, for days uh, on you know 100 page script. You know, you, uh, 15 days for 100 pages uh, it's it's a lot. I mean, you probably should do 21 days. Is it going to cost you more? Mm, yes and no, because if you don't adjust for the more days now. You're going to have to have reshoot days and pick up days right. later, and you're still going to have to use that money anyway. Yeah, movie magic. Uh, there's also Studio Binder. A lot of people use. Uh, yeah. Years ago, I was using one called Lightspeed, um, which was free for the first one you tried. But yeah, movie magic. It's um, it's I, I want to say it's like a little clunky, you know. As but it's it's the standard. And if people ask you, like, a production or an online producer asks you, you use movie magic, and it's, it's yes, right? Because otherwise, you know, they they want to be able to because they use it too. And they won't right. be able to share the files. And that goes right. to my second a d. So once I've built that and made that, and you know the director or producer signs off, like, yeah, that looks great. we'll do we'll do that. Oh, I'm sorry, let me rewind. so i I put it together, and then I connect either Zoom or a phone call with the director and walk through our days. You know, sometimes a lot of times the director knows the location or the scene to where we don't need uh, that on this day. We could put this on this day. That'd be better because they're closer proximity. Right. But this way, the director is a part of it. They or he or she can be like, OK, that's great or not great. Let's change that and this. And then after that, then we move forward. And then I send that file to my second AD Then the second AD takes it. And then they uh, input it into the call sheet uh, and they, you know, they've got their experience of staggering talent. Uh, they know, uh, you know, what to make maps, you know, to get out to cruise. So they know where they're going, uh, you know, and stuff like that. And then they send me, the second AD sends me the call sheet after the fact. I look at everything, uh, everything matches, or I need to tweak this, send it back, and then they send out the call sheet after that. Uh, but that's basically, did that answer your question for Movie Magic, though? Or
0: Yeah, no, no, that was, that was excellent. And that leads me to, what is the difference between the first AD and the second AD responsibilities? So you prep it, but then what does the second AD do? What is their role? So the second AD, yeah, so they'll
1: they'll they're they're working uh they're the people working directly with talent you know to let them know where they're okay. going right so they get the they get the movie magic file for me and then they take it and they run it through usually it's casper is their program and so they run it through casper to help them build a call sheet and and get the information input right send it back to me i confirm it and then they're talking uh they're 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 doing the call sheet uh then they're also uh talking to talent right so they reach out to talent Okay, guys, uh, you know that you're going to be here on this date at this time. Here's a map. Know where you're going. You know, please feel free to reach out any questions. Also, they make sides. They'll make sides uh, for the talent so they know exactly what we're doing on the day. Uh, Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, you don't have sides. And for me, I'd like to be a little bit more modern and not have waste a lot of paper. Because, you know, if you look at years ago, you know, just all the manual scripts and, and all the uh all the paper scripts on set and and paper sides and paper work. And it's just like so much paper. Uh, but everything, a lot of things are digital now. So you saw me, I had my iPad, and right. that's that's what I use I've been using for the past, you know, four years on set, uh is trying to cut back on that waste. But uh the second AD, that's that's kind of the idea uh to get you uh into into production and during production. So during production, you know, I'm I'm the first. I'm on set. I'm making sure we're moving along and, and getting things done. And the second, again, is prepping uh, talent to get through the works to get to uh-huh. set in a timely manner. Uh, and then when I call for them, they uh, usually get they can bring in them themselves, but usually you get a PA or a key PA will help uh, help shuffle them in uh, to set, uh, and and then we can we can get on our way. And then while I'm working, uh, the second AD is also working on paperwork. Uh, they they. They work on uh you know, sometimes it's you know W9s and you know and and pay paperwork um as well as time cards uh for for uh, talent. Um uh-huh. and then also sorry, the mailman's here, I think. <laughs> you hear my dog barking right uh-huh. there. Yeah um but uh yeah, they're doing they're doing the paperwork and uh and they're prepping the call sheet, right? So it's like they know say we're on day one, great. Right? Now they're looking they're looking at day two, they're and, and, they, and they're okay, they're listening to the same thing, and then about lunchtime, they come to me they say hey you know check it out see everything looks good are we on schedule and, and we're just communicating to each other to make sure that we're both on the same page and you know i can give the yay or nay right like okay great let's stick with this cult time that looks good for a proper turnaround which is usually 12 hours um the the limit would be 10 legally but you know I'd, i'm i all about proper turnaround because yeah. you know we work long days it can be very tiring uh for all of us but um, yeah, so that's that's basically the idea is the second AD and the first AD are working together. Um, so, uh, so, you know, stuff that I can't see or do offset, that's the second AD, as they're taking care of that. And then in a perfect world, I have a second, second on set. Um, I think that did that answer your question? Or... Yeah, no,
0: no, that was really great. Um... So who is talking to crew? Is that still the second AD? Like, I mean, with the call sheet. Is the second AD the one that sends out the call sheet to the crew and the actors?
1: Exactly. Um,
0: But on set, they're really in charge of the actors, whereas the first AD is more in charge of the crew. Making sure, like, checking in with everybody in the crew. How's lights going? Uh, You know, is camera set? Where are we at? Like that?
1: They're taking care of what I can't see off set right so yeah so it's like okay great uh we have first team you know how long you know how long are they be ready second second uh, ad goes to makeup and hair like okay great okay this is estimated time uh we got five minutes great me but and a good ad like great let's try three and a half right because we're trying to just just shave off a few moments right to to, just because those little moments add up to big moments and (laughs) then that can bog you down so so yeah, so the second um is there to you know make sure you know the, the time card's done properly, especially if it's a SAG, you know, actor. Um time cards, they're doing uh, other paperwork that needs to be handled. It's nice because sometimes they'll do my paperwork too. I'm like, wow, you were really <laughs> above and <laughs> beyond. So thank you very much. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, so they're just doing that stuff offset. They're my eyes, ears offset, right? And then okay. if they have anything comes up offset, uh like, oh great, The the fire department's here because the smoke detector went off. It's like they get radio me, let me know, but they're working on that, and then usually get like a producer or a line producer to to take over that, right? But they're they're out there letting me know what's going on uh, outside outside of set because for me personally, like in any ad, you should never leave set. I never see crafty table in my time when I'm working as an AD. Uh, I don't go get coffee. I mean, I don't really like asking to go get coffee, but sometimes I mean you need you need a little caffeine, yeah, I mean, you know, and I uh, ate. Hey, I'm going to get me a, a cup of coffee for for PA or somebody. I think it's just, uh, again, the safety issues, right? And just moving things along and, and I don't leave set. So it, it's that time that you leave for a moment and it's something happens, right? Whether it's a, right. Uh, an unsafe thing or a time thing. Yeah, so I'm on set and yes, uh, I call for talent. Talent comes in. Now everything on set is, is me, right? And uh, as the AD. So this is the thing, like a lot of first-time directors, like, you know, they're like, hey, where's talent? Let's get talent and like, I understand you're very enthusiastic about it, but wait till I know that all departments are are close or ready, and then that's when I can call in our first team. Because otherwise, first team, the actors are are just waiting, and they're prepped and ready to go now. And then you just got them standing around. Now they pull out their phone, maybe, and then they're kind of getting out of the moment. I try to you know emphasize just work with the actors once they're here when I call for them, and once we block it out and and figure out our scene and what we're doing right. Because basically at the end of the day, the first AD is, is the boss on set. And I don't want to sound like I sound bossy, but like, I mean, you you have to have a certain fortitude and a presence on set, right? And you can do it in a quiet manner. I'm a 6'4", 230 hundred and thirty-pound man. And so I can I have a certain presence, just that alone. When we get on set, You know, the directors should be, again, just calm and doing their thing, drink their coffee, going through their storyboards, stuff like that, right? They're staying in the moment. Then me, I'm handling all the other stuff we just talked about. And then I found out from camera, you're close. Great. Let's call our first team. First team comes in, right? We take a look. And before all this, you don't have pre-light days and and pre-rehearsal days and, and camera tests and all that stuff, right? So when we first get there, I like to block it out. And it's just the director, myself, maybe the DP, and the actors. And you want to get on the, get on its feet, right? So they just kind of walk through the lines, right? Okay, we got an idea. Direct, the DP feels good. Great. We'll send them out, get through the works, right? Time goes by. We're all lit, ready to go. Maybe a couple of tweaks when they get here. I call for first team at that time. Great. First team lands. We walk back through it again. Get any tweaks that we need. We get a last look in there. And ideally, in a perfect situation, that's how it would go. And then we roll camera, right? And that's just efficiency. And that's just the way it should be. But it doesn't always go because you yeah. can get ready and then something, oh, wait, no, we got to change this light now. Oh, wait, no, we got to move camera now. Oh, no, wait, this this happened. Or, you know, it's it's always something. And that's why you want to try to be as efficient as possible, especially a low budget, uh, you know, features and productions to where you don't have all those, those prep days to do things. And you got to be as efficient as possible. Everybody is... is try to do their job and come together in that synergy. But when you have people just standing around doing nothing, then there's a lull. And then yep. things start to slow down. And then people want to, they start disappearing, right? Okay, now I'm going to the bathroom. Now I'm going to the crafty table. Now I'm going to take a phone call or whatever it is. But yeah, um, yeah so that's kind of the idea uh, as, as the AD, uh, not trying to be too long-winded, but you, know, you, you bring in the first team, you go through it, you, you block it after you've already uh, gotten on its feet. And then you shoot it and then, and then, you know, you, you repeat, but also with a director that has a storyboard and they've gone through and rehearsed with actors and stuff, it's, it's pretty, it, it shouldn't be too much. They have to add to it. Right. It's like, if we can, if we start going past five takes, there's going to be problems. Right. You know, cause I mean, things happen, right. Uh, the camera battery died. Um, you know, they need a last look. Um, the prop wasn't in place or, or whatever it was. Right. But you need to be as efficient as possible. Like, it's it's interesting because, you know, you work in different sets and different filmmakers, and, you know, it's like, oh, Spielberg's great and does this and this, and then Squares AC, it goes one take, and then, like, Eastwood, you know, it's, yeah, he does like one take and they're done. You know, it's like, you know, it's like there's no lighting. You just, oh, right, there's light coming through the window. Hey, right, shake the baby. Action. <laughs> right, no. Yeah. So, uh, as the AD, that's, that's kind of the idea is that you want to be proactive and not reactive. Because you start being reactive, then you're, you're falling behind already. You have to anticipate and know. And that just takes experience and working departments and working over the years uh, to be able to help guide the ship in the right direction, uh, whether it's making sure all your crew is accounted for on the set and doing what they're doing. If it's, you know, you're waiting on talent to get through the works and and then moving it into a, a positive, uh, safe direction on set.
0: I love that. Now, is there gear for the first AD? Like, do gear, you, Yeah, like a camera or, you know, DP would probably have the camera. Um, I'm just curious, like, is there gear for the first AD? Like, do you need to have movie magic? Uh, do you, you know, like, what is the gear that you bring in? Do, I noticed that you have an iPad and then your iPad had a slate on it. Is okay. that your gear that you
1: bring to the set? So, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, well, definitely Movie Magic or uh, a scheduling program that right. you could rely on and, and know how to use uh, for the for the production. Usually Movie Magic is the standard. And then it's, like I said, something that's that can communicate to your second and to, a, excuse me, a line producer. Because usually a line producer has Movie Magic scheduling and Movie Magic budgeting. That's right. So there are two different programs, but made by the same company, right? And they they all communicate to each other. So as far as my gear... top five things. Let's see if I can think of all of them. So definitely one is a Sharpie. Uh, Always have a Sharpie because, you know, uh, people don't bring reusable bottles, which I I still don't understand why. They, They get these bottles over and over and they take a sip or they don't, you know, they drink half of it and they don't label it and and then you just got all this waste and wasted water and resources. So a Sharpie, you know, always. Because a Sharpie you can mark water bottles, you can you know, black out something if you need it to, whatever. It's it's something quick and also it writes too, right? Um, so a Sharpie, uh, also a, a pen flashlight. If it's not number one, it's definitely number two, because uh, we work in a lot of dark tight spaces, right? If camera is trying to figure out, oh gosh, I, I try to look at the setting here or whatever, I pull up my, my pen light, boom, because I tried to have my phone out too much, but sometimes I have to look at it because oh, I got an email or, or a text from uh, you know, an actor or crew member, right? But because right. You, know, you have your flashlight uh, on your phone, but the pen light is, boom, it's right there. Click, click. Great. Looking at camera in the dark. Great. Or if I needed it for an eye light, right? Except I pulled it out for an eyelight for the DP. Boom. Oh, great. Love it. Great. Shoot it. You know? Uh, so a Sharpie, a pen. Uh, three, the iPad is, um, it's modern times, right? Uh, For the, for the one I've had, I got 2017, I've been using it ever since on set. And, you know, I got a protective case for it, whereas a kickstand to where I can put it on the table and look at storyboards and stuff on set, but also it has like a little strap for your hand to where I can hold it and look at the storyboards. I can see the script. I can see who's, who's doing what connection to the internet too. Right. So I can connect to a Wi-Fi. Uh, and then I can have everything, every resource I need on that iPad uh, instead of having a lot of paper waste. Water bottle, definitely equipment. Yeah. You gotta, you could ask somebody to go and refill your water bottle. You don't have to leave set right. and you're not wasting, right? Uh, there's a fifth thing I'm trying to think of. Um, yeah, I, I have like my whole, I have like, I'm a, I'm a freaking, I'm not, I never, went to, I never was Boy Scout. I was raised on hunting and fishing, but I have a camelback that I got during the pandemic. And when I did some PA work and then AD work, I would wear the Camelback when uh, Stets started opening and within it, I had a miniature level because sometimes camera was trying to level out the Dana dolly and like, Oh, who's got a level? Boom. Here's a level, right? It's a tiny oh, little wow. magnetic one, right? That just goes right in a little pocket, a pen, you know, cause sometimes people do write yeah. down, write down stuff. I think those, those few things for an AD are very important. There's more. And it's, it's all about what is good for you, right? Like, okay, you've done this, this, and this, what can you be more efficient at now because you've done those things? What's going to help you to be more efficient? You know, I also key grip and work in G&E. So it's like I have a ditty bag, right? And that's over in the grip <laughs> department, right? And the ditty bag, I use some of those things by, little, by level, right? That's it. That goes back into that bag. I have tape measure. I have uh, clips and C47s and tape, the gaff tape. I have tape on my bag that if you saw it on set, I have paper tape always just because Sometimes, oh, there's a logo. Okay, let's Greek that, right? So go over and Greek the logo. That way it's not showing. Great, we're all square, right? It's just those little things, right? If you could think about that and have them close to you on set, it just saves time because otherwise, great. You know, besides running out for an Apple box, right? We got to do a run to find tape now. We're going to run to find this, but you have it right there and it just saves that moment. Um, So yeah, those are kind of my few things that I would say um, are my gear.
0: Yeah, that's why I was kind of curious about the first AD. What is it? Because I know like the first AC has their little cart and, you know, so it was just like, yeah, I wonder what the first AD's cart would be. (laughs) Um, And also, what are the apps that you use on your iPad? So do you have a Slate app on there and then Movie Magic on there?
1: So the, um, so movie magic, I have it on my desktop. The EP is the, the company that makes it and they didn't offer me like an iPad version. So I just okay. got it for my desktop and that's what I always use as my desktop for movie magic. As far as, uh, the slate that the slate was actually our editors, rich, uh, that was his slate. It was his iPad with the slate, uh, application. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it like, it had like a cool case that was like a carrying case, a handle. Yeah. So yeah. that was, yeah. So I was I, technically I had two iPads on me during the okay. whole last production. <laughs> and oh, even Scoopy okay. walked up. She's like, here, let me see that. And I'm like, why do you want my iPad? She, oh, I'm sorry, it's not Slate. And she, <laughs> <and> she, <laughs> she goes over to the Slate that's sitting beside me, right? It keeps track of time code, uh, of the take, uh, but there are much more expensive ones that you can get that are digital, right? right? Uh, digital Slate. I mean, it's like, I don't know, two grand or more or something like, like that. For, yeah. You know, But you know, an iPad, you download the app and buy you a case. It's a good budget thing to have because, again, on smaller you know productions that don't have the expenses you know that's that's going to work best for them but yeah ideally in a situation yeah get a digital slate because then you can always uh, jam it with the time code of the camera and then those two are always on the same page you spent that yeah. money or you paid the kit fee to sound because sound usually brings a slate whenever you hire sound they'll bring in the slate and sometimes they have a manual one uh sometimes a digital one and this is the first that was the first time using an ipad one. i thought it was kind of cool
0: yeah, that's good to know, because I didn't realize the sound is supposed to bring the slate. I thought it was the camera department. No, the sound. That's good to know. Hmm. Um the well that's you great. know. <laughs> now it's like, poof. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to talk to some sound <laughs> people that I don't think are doing that. Um, yeah.
1: So usually sound brings it, and then you have a second AC that will run slate. Uh, the second AC is also uh, gives marks. So they're, they're... And then, you know... It, the second ac helps uh, swap out lenses and is there for a camera department resource but yeah they you know but right, a second ac knows how to run a slate so like if i if we had a second ac for the last one i would you know hand it off to that person and then they they're running slate and, and calling it putting marks on the ground for for actors but you know that that was basically part of my my duties <laughs> uh oh, this, wow. this, this last one was doing was doing all that
0: Oh, interesting. Well, it it seems like on uh, lower budget films, we're always having multiple hats and fortunately or unfortunately, what do you feel is the best working relationship with your director? And how would you like to work or how have you worked that's worked the best?
1: Yeah, um, it's a good question. I mean, I've worked with a variety at this point. Uh, There's there's so many first time directors now. It's a good and bad thing, right? Uh, Because a lot of times, you know, they're prepared. They've been through it, you know, and they and now they're just at a next level, right? And then a lot of times they don't know what they're doing, and and you try to help and communicate, but it doesn't compute. Uh, with that being said, ideally, it's nice to one connect on a, on a phone call or in person, talk to each other, and then see how their personalities are. Cause a lot of times, you know, there could be, you know, personality conflicts, right? Sit down and talk to them one way or another. I get to know that person, right? Because, okay, great. Now you're somebody that I'm going to be okay working with for the next several weeks, 12-hour days, and you know, see what the, uh, his or her vision is and and see how prepared they are and, and what they do know and what they don't know. Uh, and then, like I said, uh, previously going through, you know, breaking down the script and putting out the movie magic and then getting an idea and then reconnecting. And like, okay, what do you think about this, this, and this? Does this work or this doesn't work? Because then they're part of that process also. Right, and you're communicating. Okay, we know we have these three scenes. Then we have you know six or seven different shots per scene, uh, you know, give or take. Right, but the storyboard is it's a crucial part. And I say uh, every director should storyboard what they're thinking, because you know everybody communicates differently, right? You know, and it's like I have this wonderful idea that I want to put onto camera, and it's like, you know, and it's I, I don't get it. But then you write it down no matter if it's stick figures or if it's like a comic book or uh, a Looney Tune. And then you show me, ah, yeah, that's clear. Right. Okay. We can do that. Right. I understand your vision now. And I think that's, it's, it goes out of communication, uh, overall, right. One, find a common ground creatively uh, to figure out great one, we're going to work together. Great. Because you have your vision. I have an understanding of your vision. I can take your baby and we can, we can walk through this in a safe, a safe manner to get, to get it done. Um, But yeah, working with first time director directors, you know, I've done it. um, It's good and bad. It's just at the end of the day, you have to be able to communicate and then, and trust your AD. Like when you're, when you're AD, you know, and there's been many situations and productions where I get, you know, I go through, I go through a script and I'm just like, wow, these are really ambitious or dangerous at, you know, this is not enough days. You need more days. You know, and I, you know, I point out all these things, and it just gets overlooked. And it sucks because, you know, again, if you didn't, okay, great. If you just put on like three more days and be a little bit more comfortable, it's going to save you in the end to have to re—not recast, but you know, bring back everybody for reshoots and for pickups. You have to rent all your equipment again. Maybe the location costs money. It's like, and they don't think about this stuff. And that's why you have to trust your ad and be like, hey. Still of the fifteen, let's maybe do eighteen days. You know, and I'll break it down there. Let's keep our page count below six or seven pages to feel a little more comfortable. We're still be moving at a good click. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's about communication. Uh, it's about trust. More often than not, a uh, first time director is they don't they're they're in over their head. You know, uh, yes. nine times out of ten, and they right. can, they're kind of faking it until they make it until until that moment to where you realize that you don't know exactly what you're doing and you didn't listen to the advice and it, it, it can be frustrating. I, I gave you a list. I, I talked to you one-on-one, you know, and it falls back on you because you didn't, you didn't listen. And I think, right. I think if a new director can do those things, communicate, be in the common ground with their ADs and crew overall in the production and communicate their ideas and listen and be like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Instead of Oh, the money, 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 you know, which is dancing through their head of I have to be in this many days to get what I need, but it's going to end up being what you said. And it's going to be, I need more days anyway. And it, 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 right. it happens every time. I, I, I could make a list for you how many productions I've forewarned and foreshadowed what's going to happen. And yeah, it happens. And I don't want to say, I told you so, but no, oh, yeah, I told you so.
0: Right. Well, and that's the frustrating part is that there is always problems on a set. There is always situations that you thought you estimated a certain amount of time and then it took double that for whatever reasons those are. Or um, you get an actor who may not know their lines and then you're struggling with that in the performances. You know, you're going into the 11th hour and people are just dying. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. This was awesome.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Tammy. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I encourage you to get out there and make a film. Reach out to your local filmmakers group to get involved and connect. Please subscribe to the show if you like it. And follow me on Instagram at Tammy Maguero. Until we meet again, what's your story?